going on guys this is none of this really matters and today we're going to be talking about the new spider-man movie spider-man no way from home no, no way, way home. fucking home no baby. way fucking home <laughs> and uh i'm nathan mcgeorge and today we got josh returning yep on break from uh from the military on leave and uh I'm fucking excited to have you back again bro every break you get you got to be on the pod like now every it's time. just tradition yep. but uh uh we plan on actually having you on another episode next so. week so we're gonna we haven't chosen a movie we're gonna talk about. We're definitely gonna choose one. We have a list that we made, but uh we're gonna choose one. So but today we just got back not that long, maybe like an hour ago we got back uh from watching Spider Man No Way Home in IMAX, the biggest IMAX in Arizona. In Arizona. And, uh, it's my it, first time. It was crazy, bro. It's my first time I, being in IMAX. Last time, Rob pointed out I forgot, but Rob pointed out the <clears> last <throat> time I've been there was to see Black Panther, mm-hmm. and that was that's in, that's an insane theater, man. I fucking I walked in and I just my mind was blown. I was it yeah, was uh, we almost, sat down. Yeah. <laughs> we sat. I was down like Jesus Christ, and I was bro. like, this is almost too close. Like we should have sat back row. Yeah, because because when we saw same. Black, when me, Rob, my sister, and my brother saw Black Panther, we were way up. We were almost like maybe four or five rows from the back. But and that was perfect. But we sat in the dead center of the theater. Yeah, and um, so that was an experience, bro. But it wasn't that bad, honestly. No, like, no, not, not at, at all. all. Yeah. It was like almost perfect. It really I feel was. Like. But fucking, I don't know. I guess that's the only way to see it mm-hmm. is on on an IMAX screen. Like if you see it digitally, that's still cool. Like there's not, it's still a fucking ride. But there's just something about IMAX and like how big that screen is, bro. It's, it's like. You're so, like you're there. <laughs> you guys weren't there. You guys, uh, you and Rob were in line to get something to drink and some some candy or whatever. But uh, yeah. they were playing the trailers, and they played the new Top Gun Maverick uh, trailer. I think that's what it's called, the new Top Gun. I haven't seen it yet. Dude, the, the new trailer. trailer. I haven't seen the trailer, but yeah. they played the trailer on that screen, <clears throat> and oh my god, it I made me it made me scared. Of, like you know, brought up my fear of heights. I was like. Oh my god! I were in like midair because they showed the jet, like the shots of the jets, fucking vroom, like just dipping down and shit. I was like, oh my god, this is too much. But it made me want to see Top Gun. I was like, I want to see Top Gun now. I <laughs> Tom see- Cruise is gonna be in it, right? Yeah, and uh, of course, and I watching the trailer, I was like, he only wants to make this movie to flex that he could. He just learned how to fly a jet for this movie because he does his own stunts. And so, so he really knows how to fly. He a probably jet. knows what how to fly a jet for sure. I did not know that. Somebody. There's a lot of flight operators. There's a million fighter jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and, but Jesus. he's also Tom fucking Cruise. Tom Cruise, You know what I mean? Bro. Like, you, fucking go. if you want something <laughs> and you talk to someone that's over 40 years old, you're Tom Cruise. You could do whatever you want. You know what yeah. I mean? But let's talk about the task at hand, fucking Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No this way This is home. spoiler heavy, by the way. I should have said heavy. that in the beginning. This yeah. is full of spoilers. There's no, like... If you haven't seen the movie, just fucking go see it in IMAX because we're going to be spoiling fucking everything, not holding back anything. And Men- that's why Menda's not here. Menda didn't see it with us. And uh, I wanted her to be in the room, but she didn't- wasn't able to see it with us. And she's not in here. So 
it's just us three it's rob in the room and basically people we just saw it with are in the room right now so yep yeah with the, this is a marvel family for real i think i've seen 90 percent of the marvel movies in theaters i want to say the only ones i haven't seen in theaters was black widow and eternals didn't even black, watch eternals black you know. widow came, came out in the theater did it come out in theaters? I think it kind of. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It came, came out, out in theaters and in HBO yeah. or Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it. But I, still uh, haven't, seen that I movie. haven't seen it. I haven't seen Eternals. Didn't even bother I haven't to seen watch Eternals. Eternals. I heard it was bad though. Honestly, who said that? I heard it was okay. Uh, my brothers. I heard it was, it was all right. Bad. I heard it was whatever. How big I mean, my brother Felipe, he's pretty big into it. Yeah. Seems like it, yeah. He seems like the okay. type. Out of all of them, I think Felipe is the yeah, Felipe's, comic book guy. He's, he's definitely the comic book guy yeah. out of us. He didn't say it was horrible, yeah. but he just said it wasn't as like what he expected it to be. But which is, but you know, what I mean, it's a fucking movie. You know what I mean, yeah. it's not going to be everything. Yeah. I even did a little bit. I was like, we had some like like Yeah. Yeah. Fucking John Snow. Yeah. They had a lot of people in there. I don't know his name. Paperboy's in there. But fucking... I heard Eternals. Like, I've heard mixed reviews. But this Spider-Man blew this shit out of the park, bro. Like, I can't believe how good this was. And, like, I'm not the biggest... I saw Shang-Chi. And I was like, that was pretty good. But I saw this, bro. And I was like... God damn. The like nonstop ride, bro. Yeah. Like just like so we can start at the beginning of and, you know, reveals that it's Peter Parker, Spider Man, whatever, whatever, yeah. and he's it starts off where the last the one ended. Yeah. yeah. And they do that really well. They pick up with like right where oh, it yeah, left they off. They do that really well. And so then he's goes to Doctor Strange and he's like, Yo, what the fuck? This is ruining everybody's lives, you know? Yeah. And uh Goes to Doctor Strange, tries to cast a spell, fucks up the spell a little bit, and then introduces everybody from every Spider-Man movie into this one. And it starts off with Doctor Octopus, then Green Goblin, a slight Green Goblin appearance. Yeah. And uh, even the Doctor Octopus showing up and taking like the nanotech, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I was, yeah. I was like... <laughs> I was and 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 just the way he was talking to Spider Man, he was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're back in character." Like, Alfred Molina is his name, and he he's tapped right back into fucking Doctor Octopus. Oh, I was like, "Damn!" Like this nostalgic as fuck. And you know who really killed it? Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was literally like, "Yeah, honestly, think like you said it when we were in the theater." I think he did better on this film than he did yeah. on the original. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they're about to get paid. And, and knowing how much it means to add the culture, like this is such a culture for the culture movie, bro. Like, yeah, it, it's I can't believe that they really got away. And that's what we were talking about on the way back here was like, this is a real movie. Like they really did what all of us wanted. It was a movie for the fans, for real. Like it, it really was. No, the Daredevil. Yeah. The Daredevil showing up from the TV show. I thought that was really going to be a part. I'm glad no one caught me spo- off guard. And I'm I. I'm so glad 
I get why it hasn't been spoiled because not a lot of people would recognize it. Like basic people, I guess, would say like they're seeing it because it's the most popular movie in the fucking world right now. Yeah. But um, I guess like just seeing Daredevil, I was like, holy shit! I was like, what? They're really doing this? Like they're really in in uh introducing more people? Yeah. He was the best TV show on Netflix. Punisher is up there. Pun- yeah, you got to watch Punisher. She was Punisher badass. Is, dude, I liked it, it. It's crazy. And, and I guess that comes with a bias like from you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's like your all time. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm a Punisher fan till the day I die. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, fucking Daredevil, Daredevil showing up being the lawyer and... And then fucking what what happens after that? They keep on going. They do the spell. And and then who else shows up? The MIT they get uh, declined. Yeah, they get declined from going to college. And then he, he's basically all right. Fuck it, I'm gonna handle this shit myself. And then yeah. so they just try to. They find out. Oh shit! Everybody's coming through on the universe. So we gotta find them, send them back, whatever. And then so they go and find Lizard, fucking Electro. Yeah, they collect Sandman. they collect all the villains and shit and like but then that's when when they collect them all then they find out like their fate. Mhm. They're like, "Oh shit, I was about to die" kind of yeah. thing. And it yeah, fuck that. It it was really funny. Jamie Foxx, like the we just spoke on Jamie Foxx before we started recording, but he I feel like he was really trying to steal the movie. <laughs> every single chance he got, he was really trying to be the funniest person, which he was. The funniest person every time he was on screen. And it was just, I think Jamie Foxx was hilarious. He was just doing his thing. Everybody was doing really their thing, but um, mm-hmm. it was really just dope seeing. And then ov- the obvious, I think we should point out the best part of the movie, just the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and Tobey Maguire, Maguire coming, coming in. Coming back as the Spider-Man roles is literally like one of the best things about the movie. I can't. Like, yeah, it, it is. is. I it think is. it is There's the no best going thing. Around it. Like, there's nothing better than <laughs> the movie. Even if they did show up, the movie would have been good. But that took the movie to a whole different level. We were like, because we yeah. were, because there was rumors. You know what I mean? We didn't, and they did a really good job of keeping it vague. Of like, yeah, they didn't, you know, give out too much. They didn't, you know, like tease us too much or anything like that. And so once I saw the portal open up and I saw a different Spider-Man suit, I was like, oh. This they're doing it. They're doing it. And I, yeah. Andrew Garfield took off the mask. Whatever. I was like, "Oh shit, they're doing it." And then I, for a second, I didn't <laughs> think they were doing. I didn't think they were gonna do Tobey Maguire. For a second, I was like, "They're not gonna do. They're only gonna do this one." But then they opened another portal. They had to, bro. How and, are you gonna bring back <laughs> Andrew Garfield and not Toby? Can, can you can, we, I think that's one of those things where you think about how like like Marvel writing is good. I know. Oh people, yeah. Like, Yeah, yeah, they were very the Marvel. The writers were very meta about it. They were very like we know, like they're completely different movies. Not all of them were good. Yeah, and but everyone loves them. Like some people, one generation loves this Spider Man. One generation loves this Spider Man. Or maybe everybody. There's a lot of people who just they just love every Spider Man. You know what I mean? You know, all of us included. You know, every I love every single Spider Man movie that's ever came out. 
but I but that shit was on repeat on DVD. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it always as a kid. I was just thinking that as I was thinking like looked over at me, I was like, yeah. Watching. That's insane. I didn't even oh, think about yeah. that. Like this is his Toby. This yeah. is his Toby. Yeah. And I was thinking about that with Zoe. I was like, she's gonna grow up and be like, I went and saw Spider Man. That's crazy. I remember going to the theaters to see the Amazing Spider Man in theater, the Andrew yeah. Garfield one. I remember uh-huh. going to see that in theaters because the too. the video came out. The video game came out a week before the movie came out. I remember playing it, and my mom and my dad were like, "Come on, let's go. We're going to the theater." I remember like saving the game, turning it off, and going <laughs> to go watch the movie, and then come back and play <laughs> to the game. Play the video game. It's so, <laughs> it was so cool. And by the way, any Spider-Man game is like just they're the always best. good. Yeah, every single one. And, and also, it's not a bad Spider-Man game. Speaking it of really that, isn't. Jamie Fox saying there has to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. He's like, oh. <laughs> I thought she was black. And I was yeah. like, I was like, that's they are they gonna bring a live action Miles Morales? I heard about it. It's rumored. Yeah. Cause they're even doing the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange. By right. the way, that end second end credit scene was the trailer to Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, it was basically right? just a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not a scene. This is like a this is really? just a you're showing us the tra- the exclusive look at the next trailer, but yeah, yeah, and I fucking but I they could bring a live action Miles Morales because Childish Gambino was essentially the bad guy from Into the Spider Verse. You know what I mean? Yeah. The uncle, and uh, I hope they do. That'd be that'd be cool to see. But that's years from now that they're yeah. gonna do that because that's they're gonna do that when like uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Holland stops being. Uh, yeah, like once he had, once he's like a vet, you know yeah. what I mean, and and they kind of go on to. I think that yeah, once they move past in the next uh, saga, I guess, in yeah. the next chapter of of what they're trying to do, because this was like we just got past like the Infinity Saga, and now we're in like this weird like multiverse kind of chapter, and then I think the next one we go into, it'll probably pass and on the, to. Uh, it's like the multiverse. <clears throat> Yeah, we're going into a lot of like, like the regular people like Matt Murdock. Yeah, they're going into yeah. Blade and yeah. like, the, more the small scale superheroes are starting to go into like, more that's what they're going to do, like more mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm honestly excited. Just the fact that they showed Daredevil, I'm like, oh, they're just going to go for it. Like I hope they make they should just I fucking Yeah. I haven't seen all of them. Was it canceled? Or what, did they just stop they just, it? They were just like, that's what I'm saying. It, didn't, it was canceled in the like, movie trailer. But they just stopped. They were like, oh, this Disney Plus is coming. And we, they don't know. We, there was rumors that they were going yeah. to roll those characters from the Netflix. Yeah, because I, I, I always, figured, I always uh, figured that it was just like stopped. Because it's like, oh, yeah. they're going to be in the movie. Like, like a limited series like they do with like Queen's Gambit or some shit. Like it's yeah. only 10 episodes or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But... Fucking um, seeing Daredevil made me excited for the new Blade movie. Yeah, when, when does that come out? Can you look? Yeah, when up? is that coming out? I want to see that so bad. Dude, Mahershala Ali playing fucking uh, Blade. I think he's gonna kill it. Who's direct? He's I don't think do they good. announced a direct. No, they faith. did. It's that one Asian guy. I forgot. He directed uh, an episode of Atlanta. 
I want to say. Bassam Tariq. Blade was one of the first Marvel movies. 2022? Oh. Yeah, it was one of the first. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. Oh, Bassam Tariq is rumored. That's cool. I can't fucking wait. Blade. Imagine that poster, bro. I wonder what the actual artwork is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of uh, correlates with the rest of like the aesthetic of... of... <laughs> like, like, you know, they have the She-Hulk one. They have the... Yeah. Oh, look up the Wakanda Forever. Ryan Coogler's coming back. Uh, Ryan Coogler's coming back for, for Wakanda Forever. Uh, the movie. It's going to be a movie. It was going to be a series, I think they said. Yeah. I think after uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away, they were just going to do a movie. I want to say that's the thing. But um, um, they think... I think now they're talking about actually replacing him, uh, recasting. So, uh, the Black so he's not going to be in the new one at all? Or he is? No. Not all of it, no. Oh, I didn't I didn't watch the Black Panther one, no. Okay. Okay. But then one of the tracks in the universe is that uh, It's Guardians of the Galaxy, right? When he goes away, what's his name? Uh uh Killmonger comes and does the whole thing where I'm coming back to Wakanda. He doesn't do like a magic or nothing. He's like the king of Wakanda. Yeah, he's like, I'll help you guys if you Tony Stark. Yeah. He saved Tony Stark's life in this movie. Because Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman's brother was, uh, I think he announced it. Uh, I don't think it was like super, you know, recent, but yeah. he said something that, and I could be getting this wrong, but I remember seeing that like he said that Chadwick said if he, because obviously his brother knew that he had cancer, but he said if he passes away, he would want somebody to be re- recasted. He wants that like the way everybody looked up to him. Mm-hmm. He he wants someone to replace him so there can be more black kids to look up to a black superhero. And I was just like, that's something Chadwick would say for sure. Lupita Nyong'o for, uh, as Nakia is great. And Okoye, uh, who else is there? Is Force Whitaker? Oh, no, Force Whitaker died, huh? Winston Duke as M'Baku. That's, that's, I think that's great casting. He's perfect. Ironheart, Dominique Thorne. Oh, that's dope. Isn't Storm going to be involved? In the As a rumor. Duke? Yeah. Storm's going to come into the Black Panther story. Right. And that'll be, that'll be dope. It better be Holly Berry. Dude, they need to, they need to uh, incorporate like the X-Men. MCU. They need to start. They need to do that. I don't remember everything. Fantastic. Yeah, Four I saw. I know back. about that. But did you hear about they abandoned? What the movies they abandoned? They were they officially a uh, Marvel or Disney officially announced they abandoned the Chris Evans one, the first Fantastic Four, and the the set the Rise of the Silver Surfer. They're yeah, they're like, that's not the MCU. They officially announced it. They just took 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, like, yeah, we're not including that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're what? just trying to take it off the grid or some shit. Yeah. Are, do, are, does that mean they're going to go? I mean, they can't because Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan was Human Torch. They can't go off of that Fantastic Four. I think they've, yeah, they've. Because Miles Teller, I love him as an actor, but I've just, I haven't even watched that Fantastic Four, but I've heard it was yeah, just absolutely terrible. Yeah, I heard it was horrible. I saw like half of it. It was horrible. Just, just watching half but of Miles it. But Miles Teller as Reed Richards, I don't know. I feel like that was just poorly directed and written because those are all great actors. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, that sucks that they can't include Miles Teller as like Mr. Fantastic. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But they're also coming out with, I mean, Blade, I'm super excited for, obviously. Really excited um, for that. And uh, did they show the Morbius trailer? Yeah, they did. I'm really excited the for vampire, that. The vampire, or the bat one. He's like a bat vampire. He's like a vampire. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for that. Vampire. Yeah, the living vampire. Yeah. And that. I'm probably gonna see. I'm probably gonna end up watching it. Not I'm in theaters, but I'll, I'll I'll probably uh, see it on like Disney Plus or some shit like that. Super stoked for Morbius. Uh, yeah, they got <clears throat> Thor: Love and Thunder, which I actually heard. Uh, there's this girl that I work with, uh, and she, I, we were talking about MCU. We were uh, a couple of days ago actually, and uh, she was like, uh, talking about Thor, like basically everyone's storyline and she was like Thor is my favorite storyline and I was like really I was like I've never heard that because that's kind mm-hmm. of not delving into enough I feel like and but she said she liked it the most because it's because she's a comic book person she's like it's the most ac- accurate to the comic books is the way they did Thor yeah and I was just oh yeah 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 Yeah, that's true. true. But it also, I mean, I don't want to speak on the Dark World or the Dark World, yeah. but um, I think I definitely remember seeing Thor the Dark World in theaters. I was like, okay, whatever. But it was definitely like good watching it, like seeing it being. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't coming off right. Man. <laughs> All right, man. Taika Waititi is a genius, this. bro. Let's look yeah. And just got to bring in the funny Taika actors. Taika is actually yeah. f- a funny director. Like he's actually knows how to do comedy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? I don't think I've seen. No, it's, I've it's, seen it's, that. it's 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 offbeat funny. And he also made. Did he make? Uh, look up his movies. Fuck the hunt for whatever whatever. I think you got it. Oh, he did. Hunt for the Wilder People. Is that what it's called? Right there to the right. Very right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is hilarious. Hunt Hunt for the Wilder People. That movie. Is that still on Netflix? That movie's funny. Oh, it's not on Netflix anymore. It's on Hulu. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. That. It's such good, like, offbeat uh, comedy. And so is Jojo yeah. Rabbit. But um, anyways, back to Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just go off. Like, what did what did you like? Just some elements that they included. What did you, what what did you like about? Uh, I liked how it was really like nostalgic. To be honest, how it, like it tapped into like every uh like moment, not every moment, but some moments, key moments in like old movies, 
like for uh, Andrew Garfield's movie, him losing uh, yeah, Gwen. Yeah, that's and true. And then for Toby's, it was like him losing Uncle Ben and like fucking and his story with MJ too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, like different MJs and yeah, shit. Yeah, and Harry too. How he was like when oh, yeah, when yeah. Ned was like, oh, do you have a best friend? He was like. <laughs> yeah, and it got like super yeah. dark out of nowhere. He was just like, yeah, I had a best friend. Like, died in my arms and shit. Yeah, that shit. Um. That shit was cool when they did do that. Like, they really, like, that's why I said they got super meta with it. You know what I yeah. mean? They, they really pointed out, like, yes, they were kind of explaining it, too, like, for people who don't really know. Yeah. Of, like, this is my story, and this, and, you know, I have Gwen Stacy, and you have MJ, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and even, I love that they pointed out that Toby doesn't have web shooters. That's just him yeah, all natural. I like that. And, <laughs> and they were asking him questions, like, so <laughs> they're like, so does it shoot in other places? <laughs> yeah, and they were just being really like human about it. Yeah, you know what I mean, they were being really like Spider Man about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because Spider Man's just a fucking like kid. You yeah, know, he's kid, a friendly yeah. neighborhood Spider Man. Like, yeah, he's not fucking like Doctor Strange where he's super serious all the time or whatever. Yeah. Or Thor. But now, like, seeing a Spider Man movie, like just a Spider Man movie, I think that's why everybody loves him so much the most. Because they're so just relatable, I guess. Like, it's just a kid from fucking Queens, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just a regular, like, especially this new one, like, he's just a high school fucking kid getting involved with some crazy shit. And, um, but as far as, like, the sad moments in this movie, bro, it can, it got, there was a, yeah, a couple of times where I started, like, kind of tearing up a little bit, like, especially the Aunt May. That shit caught me yeah. way off guard, bro. The fucking, I didn't Aunt- expect that. I was like, what? She's dying? Because I, like I said, like I didn't notice she got fucked up by that glider. I was like, there's no way she's just getting up and like, okay, let's get out of here. And then revealed like, oh, this bitch is about to die. Sorry. This girl, (laughs) is about to die. I don't want to disrespect. Yeah, it was a lot to take in. But then like you think about it and like every Spider-Man like needed that. That's what I was just That was the moment I was like, yeah, yeah. now he's about to be like hard I, as fuck. I, I turned yeah, right to, to you now. the moment, that, like once that scene ended, I was like, "Oh, he's about to turn to a savage." Yeah, like because Toby. That's why I always reference Toby Maguire's, and I'm, I have something else to say after this. But that's why I always reference Toby Maguire's Spider Man is because Uncle Ben died, and it was game over from there. Like he was yeah. just going for it, like out of there. He literally went to go try to kill the dude that killed Uncle Ben that he thought killed Uncle Ben. He did, didn't he? Or no, he like oh, he backed him up yeah, out of the he window. Yeah, like tripped out. Basically but, uh, killed him. <laughs> also, I loved, and I remember talking about this earlier in the week before uh, this movie came out. I talked to somebody about this Spider Man. They were saying, "Oh, Andrew Garfield, no Tom Holland, no fucking Tobey Maguire." They were trying to say they kind of. Someone said Andrew Garfield was a favorite. Someone said Tom Holland is the best. Whatever, whatever, and kind of just disregarded Tobey Maguire. I was like, "No, don't disrespect Toby," yeah. because Toby's the only one that got fucked up. You he know, really he did. got beat the fuck up in all his movies. <laughs> like he just like, got almost bleeding, died. Fucking, <laughs> he got stabbed. Like he even yeah. mentioned it. He's like, "No, I've been stabbed before." Yeah. And so I was trying to remember what movie was it where he got stabbed, and who did it? Wasn't it two? Was it? Did Doc Ock Doc stab Ock him with, with a the... glass, right, or some shit like that? I forgot. When they broke, I I remember a visual of him because uh, I watched two the most Spider Man two. I think got sliced. He got sliced. The remember? No, but I could have sworn he really did get stabbed though. No, this one he did. Because he says I got stabbed before. I was trying to figure out. I was like, did he get stabbed? 
I'm pretty sure he did. he did. In Spider-Man 2, I'm positive. I've seen Spider-Man 2 the more than any other Spider-Man movie, I want to say, as a kid. But but what my point is is that Tobey Maguire got fucked up and that's why he's the best Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. because he actually went through some shit, you know what I mean? He wasn't yeah. just kind of getting by just beating these villains or whatever. He actually got had to go through some shit and be a savage to fucking, you know, defeat Green Goblin fucking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Another uh, thing, Doc Ock. Yeah, another thing that I liked about the Spider-Mans is that, like, the old ones, they were they didn't have a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, it was, was just, just, just them versus, movie, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, more than one villain most of the time. Yeah, and it was, and, yeah, that's true. Because, like, now you can, I mean, now they had three fucking Spider-Mans and Doctor Strange. And, yeah. and you know, and even people give shit to about uh, Captain America Civil War. Where that's basically Avengers three, you know what I mean? That was, yeah. uh, and people kind of talk about that on different, you know, people's movies. But like, like you said, like even the Blade movie, the fucking, you know, Dare. I don't even think we talk about them enough. But the Ben Affleck Daredevil or the Elektra, like it was just them in those movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, you know, they built a universe and they deserve they they they're able to, you know, get away with including as many characters as they want because they yeah. they earned it, you know what I mean? They, exactly. They're they able to fucking include Doctor Strange out of nowhere if they want. I don't want to say out of nowhere, but, you know, yeah. it's in, he's in the movie and he plays a pivotal role in it. And, um, but yeah, just including all the villains and, and like, Lizard and Electro and shit. And Ele- I completely forgot about Electro until I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Fox, because that's, I think I've only seen that one once. Like I couldn't tell you what happened in that movie, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. The gold one, with the gold spider. Oh. Oh, Electro with the. Yeah. He had the old school. Yeah, yellow. Yeah. And it makes it look like it's so cool. Just nothing but fucking green screens everywhere. <laughs> and that's why I always yeah. think it's crazy when I see behind the scenes. I always think it's gonna be like this cool ass set, you know, on top of a but building. It's just all green but it's all they're just on wires and green screens. I was like, well, that's kind of boring. Like yeah. shooting. Like you gotta you can't have all the fun right there, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, whoa, like you got to be in the editing room and be like, oh shit, this shit looks dope. But, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's. I'm sure that helps him though. Like now, you see, I'm sure he looks so stupid the first time. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Robert Downey was like, that's so dumb. Yeah, it's like, what like, the fuck are we doing, bro? Now you see how well these movies, and you're like, I know where I am in this green screen, so I yep. know exactly what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like I remember seeing the the behind the scenes Thor Ragnarok, and that whole fucking thing was like, even like the the fight scene between Hulk and Thor, like that was all green screen. I was like, damn, yeah. that sucks. But, but yeah, this fucking Spider Man, I say the best Marvel movie, the best ever. Marvel movie. Yeah, it's definitely up there, like Infinity Wars level. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Because even for me, I take Infinity War over Endgame, and I love Endgame, but I. Infinity War, just the way that resonates with me, bro. Yeah. That Infinity War is crazy. Yeah, and I've also saw it in theaters like five times. I think 
Like, it, I saw Infinity War five times, and I saw Black Panther five times. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Because they came out around a couple months apart from each other. Yeah. But um, but this Spider-Man, worth the hype, I'd say. Oh, yeah. For Definitely sure. Definitely worth the hype. And, fuck. It's just, I like how, I just can't get over how this is a real movie. You know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. like, we actually got Toby, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. All in one And they were, like, movie. hugging each other. They were in the same shot. Every time they were in the same shot, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is yeah. Every and every time they talk again, the awareness of each one's like place in the Spider-Man world. Like he did the he said, uh, "I got this, no big deal." And they were both looking at him mm-hmm. like, "All right, dude." Like, cool. He's like, "All right, like, cool." Yeah. He's like, "No, but for real, like I got it." And they were like, "Hey, dude." Like, <laughs> yeah. They can. They. And he was talking about that on this pod. Last time, yeah. He was yeah. so he was too cool for a Spider Man. Cool yeah, he was like, so fucking cool. I noticed that, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is a cool Spider Man. Yeah. I was like, he's over like he's probably like six two and he's a photographer and he's smart. He's cool as fuck. Yeah. Like he Yeah, he had a lab coat on. Like and Toby Maguire was just amazing like you're just Toby. all his movies he's he just was... he's just iconic i feel like <laughs> when i think of toby mcguire he's spider-man fucking spider-man yeah no He'll other, always I mean, be spider-man like i do love a lot of his movies but he's spider-man like yeah. he will always be spider-man just the fact that he was able to be in this movie and he his legacy will live on even longer than it was yep. going to before it's just crazy it makes me happy for real and it's like and like we were talking when we left the theater, yeah. That like this, I this must be how older people feel when they see Tom Cruise in the new Top Gun trailer. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, gives them that holy feeling. shit, they're fucking, he's coming <laughs> back, he's back. doing this. <laughs> but now we see, we see Toby and we see Andrew Garfield, oh, and we're like, oh my god, or like, it's it's, it's crazy, bro. It's it's so good, and I can't. I'm definitely gonna see it a lot. And, um, but yeah, it was an experience, but I feel like we're not talking about it enough. There's so much because more there's, there's like so much and it was a lot to take in and especially fresh off just yeah. seeing it, you know, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're probably, Rob's probably going to see it, uh, three more times. <laughs> I miss. I always. I, mean, I hate missing the title sequence. I hate missing the Marvel like mm-hmm. title sequence because that gets me in like. Oh, yeah, I it's about a start. I think Rob. <laughs> let's do it. I think Josh came in right at the, yeah. the title sequence. It was like right, right at the title. Perfect like, timing. How long have you fucking been in this line? <laughs> I was like fifteen minutes. That's it, that's it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but. Uh, the Matrix. I mean, the day we're recording this, it's already gonna be out. But or when this episode comes out, it's our the Matrix is already gonna be out. But the Matrix comes out tomorrow, and yeah, in that. IMAX, in that same exact theater that we just saw it in. That dude. How do you how do you feel about the ma- the new Matrix? I feel pretty excited about it. I'm pretty stoked. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the last Matrix that came out. Uh, I. The one that I last recently saw was the first one. Mm-hmm. Me so, too. Yeah. 
I actually saw it in the in IMAX fucking <laughs> <laughs> like a week ago. I talked about it on the last podcast. They but, showed uh, it in IMAX? Yeah. In preparation for this one. Because I, oh, I saw it in shit. IMAX. And then before the movie started, like after all the trailers and everything, yeah, the lights went down and they played like this like pre like prequel thing to where it's like the making of the new Matrix. Uh, yeah. And like basically what it was like a mini documentary basically about making the new one and everybody reuniting and uh, the importance of, you know, the new one and everything like that. And and then they played the the original, the first one. And dude, that in IMAX is insane, dude. Like I was just talking about the Top Gun trailer that I saw in IMAX. Dude, this the la- I was talking to Rob, the last 30 minutes of the first Matrix when he's like hanging from the helicopter and everything yeah. and you're just floating around. With the, and you just see all the buildings going. It's insane, bro. And I it gives you a different experience. It's huh? a whole. It's a ride. It's a for real. Like it turns the, when it goes full blown action movie. Yeah. Like it goes full blown action movie. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. because you there are, there are the esoteric you know levels to the movie, obviously. Yeah. But when it goes into action mode, it bro, it's crazy. It's so cool, and and, and I'm just fucking. It's. I'm so grateful to have seen experienced that movie like that. It's so sick. I wish I could yeah. see the other two, like as like oh, it, a, it only showed the first one. It only showed the first one. Yeah. So is this new one? Is it picking up off from the last one or from the first one? I think from the last one. I think it's including all the trilogy. Cool. But uh, I'm I'm still trying to see it. I remember seeing the trailer when I saw Dune, and I was like, oh, I need to see it. I need to see the new Matrix because before that, I was like, I'm not too excited about this because I just thought it was gonna be a regular ass cash grab reboot but yeah. i don't think this is going to be a cash grab reboot i think it's going to be super important to the culture it's going to be a message to all of us to i mean it's going to fly over a lot of people's heads but oh yeah is it the same people directing him those uh, yeah, brothers just one sisters now they're both oh, trans that's, that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> <laughs> But but just Lena. <laughs> her new her name is Lena, but it's just gonna be Lena Wachowski. Yeah. There's Lena and Leah, I think. Uh Wachowski. One of the Wachowskis. And um Yeah, just one of them, but uh both of them wrote it though. So yeah. Lily Wachowski, Lena Wachowski. Nice. Yeah, Lena's doing the new one. But. Fuck. That's a fucking. I don't even know why I didn't think about that. They just didn't include him? Damn. It's fucked. But they said it's probably because that there was a Matrix online game that was a continuation of the story from the last, the last Matrix movie. Yeah. And they made that game a controversy because that game was canon when Morbius died in that game. Oh, so okay, okay, that okay. That might be the reason why. Yeah. And it's also because it's a prequel and a sequel and you can't have the old Matrix and the new one. Yeah. True. But yeah, Matrix coming out. Fucking me. I'm excited for it. Me and uh, my sister are gonna go on Christmas Day. We're gonna go see Red Rocket, which is a new like independent movie. Yeah. Uh, coming out. 
directed by Sean Baker, but we're going to go see that and then talk about it. But the next episode we're going to record, we're probably going to choose a movie we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Of like which movie to talk about. And we definitely want to choose like a classic. That's all we were listing. Like We were listing like some classics from like the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like just shit that people always talk about, but a lot of people haven't like actually sat down and watched like, them. And yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like with dissected the whole movie with like, uh, what movie were we talking about? Like taxi driver, yeah. you know, or, um, fucking apocalypse now, apocalypse you know what now. I mean? Like the greatest movies ever made that people kind of just attach one thing to it and just disregard it after that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we were talking about eyes wide shut. Yeah. Of how like that's, I still haven't seen that movie. It's crazy, bro. Like, but we could, if you weren't in the military, (laughs) we would probably go on like a Kubrick binge. You would probably be a co, it would just be me and Josh podcast. Like we would just be talking about movies, but, um, we would probably go on like a big Kubrick binge and just fucking have a five hour episode about Stanley Kubrick movies, which we should do. Like, like just watch. We need to do for that. like a week. Watch every single Kubrick movie. Every I think there's like ten. Kubrick movie. I want to say eleven. Like, eleven or twelve. Let me see if I can name all of them. So the killing, uh, Lolita, Barry Lyndon. This isn't in order. I already fucked up. Uh, Barry Lyndon, Clockwork Orange, The Shining, Full Metal Jacket. Hold on. So go again. I'm just saying that. Okay. <laughs> Let's start over. Okay, start over. Okay, uh, the the killing, Lolita, <clears throat> A Clockwork Orange, two thousand one, The Shining, Full Metal Jacket, Barry Lyndon, Eyes Wide Shut. Fuck, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm missing like a, I feel like I'm missing a hitter. I feel like there's the ki- the killing is the earliest one I know. I feel like oh no 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 Doctor Strange Love, uh. I'm missing. I'm missing. I give up. Yeah. Oh, I missed. I missed Paths of Glory and Spartacus. Yeah. The Killing. Yeah. Damn. I haven't seen. The only one I haven't seen was Lolita. And Spartacus and his early, early ones, like, I don't even know what those are, to be honest, at the very bottom. I have not seen that. That's a very, that's a very big movie. That's like a, oh, thank God that's empty. <laughs> kind of. But uh, that's a very big movie, Spartacus. Like, I I heard just the production value alone, you know what I mean? Or quality, production quality, movie. you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, I'd say, yeah, it's insane. Nineteen sixty, early sixties. That's crazy. I mean, that proves the we were talking about the perfectionism of Kubrick. Yeah, of how he was ahead of his time. He was, and and no one truly understood the genius. Like truly understood it. People knew he was a genius, but no one truly understood. And it's just catching up now that people are like, oh shit, he was using you know this and yeah and that and. Even like people like there's other 70s directors like Robert Altman and shit that made, you know, some of the greatest, my favorite movies ever. But Mm -hmm. it's the same with Kubrick of making 2001 and and you watch it now and 
you're like that movie could have been made yesterday and just how timeless all his movies are and even how different genres every single movie is a different genre like he made 2001 sci-fi the killing uh a heist movie eyes wide shut is kind of like a kind of like an odyssey it's kind of like a just kind of he's on a journey over the course of one night and uh full metal jacket a war movie you know what i mean is um is eyes wide shut similar to like drive in a sense like how like there's not a lot of dialogue there's not a lot of talking it's more of like action it's more of like more dialogue there's more sequences it was more of just following tom cruise on this journey and he kind of just sees these absurd things and you don't know what's real and what's not it's more of like a fever dream and you're just like what the fuck kind of thing it's and it's really like you like you're watching a Coen Brothers movie, and like yeah. you know how like the Big Lebowski is uh-huh. just like running into these weird ass people, like <laughs> like the late the naked lady on the zip line painting is just like what the fuck, and he's just like weird whatever, dude. <laughs> but it's kind of like what this is, except he's not like whatever, dude. He's more of just like paranoid as fuck and trying to like. The movie is basically about like in the beginning of the movie, she's his wife is like I had a dream about having sex with this you know this guy this random guy that doesn't exist yeah and he gets jealous as fuck and he's like okay i need i'm jealous as fuck and i need to go get some pussy to like kind of get her back in a way yeah and so he's basically trying to go get some pussy in a way yeah and, and that's basically the whole movie but like we were talking about like people just disregard it and say oh that's the one orgy movie and it's like it's not it's not it's yeah. really not <laughs> it's like two minutes of is an orgy and it's not even for it's just naked people in a room that's the scene and then that's it but like we and we were talking about the conspiracy theories around that movie yeah there's a lot people thought you know kubrick could have been killed maybe but due to him like exposing some shit yeah about what rich white people do and they gather together and have orgies but uh (laughs) <laughs> I mean, seventy-one. There's there's eighty-year-old directors now. Like Scorsese's seventy-nine. I think he's about to be eighty or some shit. Because he would be in his nineties right now. Yeah. No, there is a chance he's died. That's why people cover him up, and they're like, "Oh, you know, he was old, so let's just say he's sick." You know what I mean? So, um. But I don't believe in any of those rumors. I do believe he was sick. I'm just saying that there are. But um, yeah, he did pass away in 1999, five days after he turned in Eyes Wide Shut to the production company, and then, uh, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> but he did burn all of his uh film that he's ever shot he, he didn't want no one to take it and reuse it and he burned it. all of his work yeah. and he's like no one's gonna fuck with my art while i'm not here and so that's why there's been no you know director's cut or you know what i mean yeah. like final cut or whatever of any movie once he died that was it he was like that's my that's what i have to offer to this world and yeah. people still don't really appreciate it but like it, it's it's he's one of the best filmmakers ever Oh like, yeah, without a doubt. Like top three. Like yeah, there's no. I'd say the who gets closer is like Scorsese. Yeah, just as far as like master, you know, being able to master <clears throat> your craft, it goes like Kubrick, Scorsese, and maybe Tarantino. 
mm-hmm. I'd say. Tarantino's up there, definitely. But fucking, we were we were talking Scorsese too about choosing yeah. one of his movies, um, like uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Uh, uh, me maybe Mean Streets we maybe. could, but um, just more of his bigger ones I'd say. So it could be more yeah. relatable, you know yeah. what I mean? For people can listen to it and be yeah. like, oh, okay, but. No Country for Old Men was a big one yeah. from the Coen brothers. And that's... Fucking love that movie. That movie... I remember watching that movie in theaters with my grandpa. My grandpa loved that movie. <laughs> it's uh, it's great. Yeah, dude. it's because, good. I mean, it really is resonant for people who are older. Yeah. Because that's what it's... In the title, it's called No Country for Old Men. Like, yeah. times are changing, you know what I mean? Like, a lot yeah. of people who are older can't catch up. And that goes for anything. Like, that goes for any... That goes for life, you know, whether you're... a are you are a filmmaker you are a graphic designer you are a rapper producer you know i mean like you it's sometimes it's you can't keep up with these young people it's a young man's game basically is what that whole movie's about and so that fucking that movie gee and that you remember that the tommy lee jones's fucking monologue at the end his little story about his dream every time he talks about his dream and then it it cuts to black and the movie ends no, that's bro. I don't remember, you gotta you gotta rewatch. I gotta rewatch it. It's been a minute. You gotta. It's on HBO <clears> Max, <throat> so I really hope yeah. uh, you're able to watch it, get a hold of that, because I know you don't have or easy access yeah. over overseas, um, especially like you have like Italian Netflix, like they have completely yeah. different movies. Yeah, way different movies. So, um, whatever you're, whenever you're uh, able to watch that we we should probably end up doing no country world men to be honest i just Let's really want to watch about it or yeah. i just really want to talk about it to be honest but uh because it's great you know like people do people who have watched the movie people who do know of the movie say it's great you yeah. know there's never been i've never met anybody or talked to anybody that's like been like no not that good because it is great it's, it's really timeless good. bro yeah. it's time and what i love about it is that there's no like no one uses like cell phones you know what i mean there's no like yeah, they're just like, like it's just straight, just a a story. It's just a straight story of just like what these three guys are doing and mm-hmm. how, like you said, how and they like, all tie in together. Yeah, and yeah, it's great, bro. But No Country for Old Men, one of my favorite. I don't know where definitely you, one of my favorite. I don't even know where that ranks. <clears throat> where that ranks like in my top movies of all time, because what's the name of the actor who plays the killer? Uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, bro, he is a badass. Crazy, movie. like the that's fucking love the, his role. The, the cattle prog thing he has, yeah. the fucking ching, like that's that's intense. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't know, but yeah. yeah, best supporting, best supporting actor, and um, also shot and I mean we'll talk about fucking no country. We'll we'll do no yeah. country for old men. That'll be the movie. That'll, That'll be, be the movie. movie it's on. Sure. It's not, if it's if you're not able to, you could just probably just come through. Okay. And we just we'll watch, watch it, right it together. Before, yeah. And then we'll shoot the podcast right after. We could do that, but uh, but yeah. What else? How far are we in the podcast? Like forty-five minutes, huh? Oh, fifty-one. That's not bad. So. uh... I guess we should just chop it up now. Let's do it. So how's uh how's it been since the last since the last time you were on the podcast? Uh, last time I was on the podcast, shit, man. Shit, shit. It's been up and down. 
really. Mm-hmm. Can't say it's been all good. Yeah. Can't say it's been all bad too. But yeah. You know, a lot of things. Uh, work is the same, same old bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Italy's not bad. You know. It's, is it like a small town you're in? Yeah, I'm in like a small town. You know, I'm in a small town, but I do. I try to do a lot more traveling. Mm-hmm. Since oh, I've been on, good, yeah. bro, I forgot to tell you. Since I was last on the podcast, I went to Poland. Oh, like, shit. Uh, I want to say three weeks ago, like a month ago. Damn. I went to Auschwitz. Damn. Oh, I saw the picture yeah. that you posted. That was cool. Dude. That was intense. That was a crazy like feeling. As do- I remember seeing the picture, even the picture you posted. I was like, damn. Yeah. You went at a weird time of the day. Too. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like the sun was just going down. The sun was going down. It was rainy. It was cloudy. It was just like it captured. You know what I mean, that whole like energy, bro. Eerie energy that what was Auschwitz it like, carries. Though? Um, it was just like really like overwhelming. Honestly, uh, yeah, I was about to say I couldn't even fathom. Like it was pretty overwhelming because there's just so much to see and there's so much to like take in all in at once. Mm. You're just like trying to process it all and you're trying to like almost imagine yourself in like the shoes of these people and like what they had to have been going through. Yeah. And it's just really crazy. Like, I think one of the most intense things I saw at the camp was uh, a room that was literally full of hair mm. from, like, the women that, like, got taken. They would shave their heads, and they would take their hair, and they would reuse it, bro. They would <laughs> take their hair and use it to, like, Damn. like, use it for their uniforms or some shit. And it was just like, what the fuck? That's some crazy these, these shit. These motherfuckers were evil. That makes me want to watch fucking Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, just, it really just, did. <laughs> I was like thinking in my head, like, "Fuck these Nazis, yeah, bro! Like, I fucking hate these dudes, bro! Scout like, these motherfuckers." <laughs> like, I mean, we could do Inglorious Bastards. That's not a bad idea, but I'd do that. I'd be down for that. That's a great ass. <laughs> I movie. could go in on that. That could be a movie, because I remember we could probably do both in an episode, honestly. I, yeah, Inglorious could, and No Country for All Men. That's a good double feature if you watch those back to back. Yeah, that's a crazy double feature because one's super like personal, like No Country for All Men, but Inglorious Bastards more of like, I don't know, just a good ass movie. It's just a good movie <laughs> action fucking, and it's just like uh like how like Tarantino. Re- I mean, you it's just a classic. You don't want to get me started on Tarantino, bro, because he's <laughs> just a fucking god. And no one can make a movie like him. Especially yeah. no one could write a movie like him, especially like Inglorious Bastards when like there's barely any English spoken in that movie. Like yeah. it's almost all German and all French and was still able to make a great ass movie and build tension and shit like that. And from the opening scene, like when the Jewish people are under the floorboards, like that yeah. just that's that opening scene alone is it's insane. Yeah. And the character of Hans Landa. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, great! Christoph Waltz killed. That's one he of killed the, that role. One of the best performances ever. Like his career, like took off after that. Home. From there, yeah. And I remember yeah, Tarantino giving movies. him praise because he was like, no one could have. You know, uh, Leo was actually in talking for that role before Christoph Waltz. Yeah, but I love Leo. He's my favorite actor of all time. He went. I don't but, think he would have done as good as. Uh, I don't think he would have done as Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz. Because he, Christoph Waltz knew German and French and a little bit of Italian and English mm-hmm. and killed it. And that's what that character needed. You know what I mean? And he yeah. did all of that. And so that's, and Glorious Bastards is, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I remember the last time I saw it, I was like, this might be his best movie. 
but I have to rewatch it again because right now, Me too. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my number one. Yeah, that dude, so good. I haven't seen it since it since the since it came out. Yeah, and I watched it three times in the theaters. It's so, good as fuck. Yeah, I it's loved crazy it. good. I haven't and seen it since then. A lot of people think it's boring because it's a lot of talk. It's all talking. Yeah, the it's whole all movie. Talking. There's no They're like oh, it doesn't have a lot of action, but it's like it's not even a fucking action movie. Yeah. It's not, literally all... Not all his movies are action. It's though. almost like a hangout movie yeah. in a way. It's like you're just tagging along with, you know, Rick Dalton or fucking Sharon Tate just like yeah, um, on their... Whatever they're doing that day. I think the whole movie is like two days, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just that one day so. and then it goes into another day of that later in August. Do you remember? I don't remember. I think it. it's all within like a week, isn't it? Something like a short amount of time. Yeah. I know for sure. Something like that. I don't remember everything. But uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, my my number one. And then I recently watched Django uh, a while ago. That's... I, I watched Django because... Have you seen The Harder They Fall on Netflix? No, I haven't. It's a Netflix original. You should watch that, bro. You would love that shit. Harder They Fall? Yeah. You... what? Me and Rob love that fucking movie. <clears throat> Well, no, it took place in one day in February and one day in August. Because uh, that's when the Sharon, Sharon Tate murders happened was in August. The day Hollywood died, people call it. But, um, what's it called? Fucking Django. You should watch The Heart of They Fall. Mm-hmm. Like, you think Django is like a good, like, homage to like spaghetti westerns? Like, bro, this one is like insanely good. Just visually, like stylistically, the way they do all like the title cards and shit for like the different towns they're going into, like so it's like a it's a western. It's a west, like oh, probably I'll say the best western since Django, like since Hateful Eight. I'd yeah, say. like dude, the, I gotta the, check it it's out. It's great. I have When did Slow West? Look up Slow West. That's a good western too. But that's not as that's not a spaghetti western. It's not like as the same style. Twenty fifteen, okay, same year as uh, same year as uh, Hateful Eight. But that's a great uh, western too. Like you're on a journey. You know what I mean with this dude who's uh, he tries to basically reunite with his girlfriend, his old girlfriend, and he finds another a cowboy and outlaw on his way, and basically him and the outlaw are on their way try to go out west but anyways you should watch the heart of the fall though but tarantino as far as tarantino and all his movies we i mean death proof is another one that's like i love death proof that's his best stylized movie people will hate it because of it but like the vibe of like you know like the 70s like car chase movies yeah like the like i don't know just like because it's n- because it's bad, you know what I mean? Like because it the the way it looks isn't good. That's the reason why it is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because it looks like a seventies movie. And even like the editing in Death Proof is not that good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you'll get the 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 shots of like one scene for like one shot of people like say they're like shaking hands or whatever. Yeah. And then it'll cut to a different shot and it'll go to like the end of them shaking hands. You know what I mean? And it's just like weirdly edited, but that's like the point. You know what I mean? And it's just super stylish. It's supposed to look like those 70s movies. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what he does with every movie he's ever done. Like, 
he pays homage to that genre that he's doing. Like Reservoir Dogs is a heist movie, so he's like including these elements with all these yeah, fucking like, heist movies. I watched that movie like literally like two days before I came out here. It, and it was really good. Dude. Yeah, I, it, I love it. Dude, I remember I watched it when I was... <clears throat> the last time I watched it, uh, like from beginning to end, I yeah. was really high. Like <laughs> really high. Uh-huh. And that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. We remind me right now. But Reservoir Dogs, when I watched it when I was really high, that ending... Got me, it was a bro. good ending. That it, it was Harvey a really Keitel good ending. saying like that shit almost makes you want to cry. Yeah, he because he because he got played. <laughs> he he solely believed that this guy wasn't the fucking cop. You know what I mean? He yeah, thought he, he was just he an he innocent cared kid. About him. Yeah, he, he really was like, cared oh about him. Oh my god! And then he was like, "I got something to, to tell right you." Now, he was bro. like, "I'm a cop," and he's just like, "Fuck!" Like I just killed two of my fucking yeah. friends. He was like, "For you, I believed in you." And yeah, and even him talking to Steve Buscemi, he was like, "You didn't know he was a fucking rat." He was like. Yeah. Or no, he was like, you told them your name? That was like more in the middle of the movie. Yeah. But Harvey Keitel was like, he was like, he's, he's fucking like, dying. Like, he's bleeding. What do you want to tell him? Like, no, I don't trust you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He oh builds like a, a, like he builds a bond with him in like a short amount of time. And like, it's cool. Oh, and the ending when it's he cool. finds out like he is the rat and you're like. And then he kills him. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to kill him. He has to, yeah. And then he ends up getting shot getting at the shot end by him. the cops. Yeah. But. Dude, that that the yeah, way Steve Harvey Buscemi Keitel, gets away. <laughs> dude, Harvey Mr. Keitel, Mr. And, Mr. Pink, Mr. Pink, yeah, and dude, Harvey Keitel and and Reservoir Dogs, that's one of the best performances that ever. Is, that's definitely. what it is. Like why I bring that up is because when I watched it when I was really high, that's what made me realize. Like you know what was really cool too. What I noticed is that that was Quentin Tarantino's first film, his, right? Yeah, his first one. He starred Harvey uh, Keitel, right? Yeah. Also, um, Martin Scorsese uh, starred. Um, Marvin, no Marvin. What's his name again? Harvey. Harvey uh, Keitel. Yeah. In his first film. And yeah, Mean Streets. Yeah. Mean Streets. So I was just like, damn, that's, that's cool a as good connection. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a cool connection because Quentin Tarantino really looks up to fucking Martin. Yeah. Scorsese. And like seeing it's just that, a little, little that kind of like little homage. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was like, I really fuck with that because I don't know Harvey Keitel. He's just great. Like yeah. bad lieutenant. Fucking in the. Uh, he was in that one movie, uh, The Piano. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else was he in? He was in a lot. Fucking the wolf, bro. He was the wolf. <laughs> the wolf. <laughs> Their real names? I don't think you find out. No. <clears throat> no, you don't know. Oh, really? Harvey Keitel is Joe, right, or some shit like that. Oh, Vic Vega. Yeah, the Vega brothers. Because Vincent Vega is, is... That's his brother. Yeah. You never find out the guy who got away. You never find out his name. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe is the guy who put the the thing, the whole thing together. Because they call him Joe. I knew someone was named Joe. Yeah. Because they say it. They're like, oh, you think Joe was up to this kind of thing? But, uh, oh, yeah, so let's touch on Guillermo del Toro because I saw Nightmare Alley, his newest movie that came out last week, and, dude, that shit was great. One, because I have the book. I started the book, didn't finish it. And then, by the way, the backstory to the, the, the uh, author of that book, yeah, fucking crazy. Like, it's so intense. It makes the book so much, like, 
wilder. You know what I mean? But yeah. and then I watched the 1947 fucking original movie, uh, which that one was good. It was really good. But I, I saw this, and I was like, it was full like Guillermo del Toro like style. Like he went. This was his movie. Like he made yeah. it his. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Which I always say that's what a remake. If you're gonna remake a movie. You have to make it yours. You know what I mean? Like, try don't try to just remake the movie shot for shot. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. try to like really make it your own. Put your own style into it. Yeah, and that's exactly he what that? he did here. And because oh, he yeah. he di- he dived more or dove a lot into the supernatural part of it. You know what I mean? Because it has to do with like tarot cards. It has to do with like you know some kind of freaks. You know, people who are in a carnival, you know what I mean? And yeah. he just kind of just gets real weird with it, you know what I mean? But the only, the only bad thing I'd say about my experience watching it is that there was this lady in the theater that was like a, a row ahead of me, but more to the right, and she just wouldn't shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. Like, like she was just talking to like during the movie? Yeah, like just kind of because there was a guy sitting right in front of me and maybe I think it might've been his girl right next to him. And then there was a girl to the right of her. And that was the girl that was talking to the very right. Yeah. And she was kind of leaning over to the, the girl that was to the left and was like, Oh, he's going to do this or he's going to do that. He's going to do that. And I remember I got in like a small argument with my mom because my mom does that during movies. She's like, Oh, he's going to get shot kind of thing. Like, (laughs) I'm just like, mom, be quiet. Like, we're watching the movie, like just let it happen. Yeah. I just hate it when people like call it out, like, "Oh, he's gonna do this," or "That's gonna happen to him later." It's like, shut the fuck up! Like, let's just watch the movie. Like, that's not what a movie is. What how how a movie is supposed to be watched? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, if you and your homies have seen the movie a thousand times and just kind of like say, "Oh, fuck," like talk about the character, but yeah. if you're watching a movie for the first time in a fucking theater. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh my God. And this lady at the very end of the movie w- was like, I knew it. I knew it. Remember I called it? I was like, and even the guy in, that sat in front of me was just like, shut up and told her. And I was just like, I wanted to say something. I was, I wanted to say something. But the guy I, told her, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but it was already the end of the movie and I was like, fuck. But yeah, Nightmare Alley was very great. And I, I kind of wish I didn't see the original or didn't, you know, didn't have backstory of yeah. what it's about. I, I guess backstory of what it's about doesn't matter, but I kind of wish I just didn't know the, the, you know, the original source, but, um, it was great. I guess like if you're going to watch Nightmare Alley, don't watch the original, watch mm-hmm. this because it, that'll make it better. Cause I have a hard time doing that. Like, cause I've seen the original a lot or like I'll see an old movie and then I'll find out like, oh, they're making a remake. You know what I mean? That's what happened here. And that's what happened with the guilty. Yeah. With Jake Gyllenhaal, that new Netflix movie. That was a good movie. You watched it? I fucked with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That was a really good movie. I saw you watched the Jake Gyllenhaal one. Yeah. Because I saw the original, the the Danish version of it that came out like three years ago. And I loved both. But I love the original better because obviously it's you it's know the there's that, it's that mental thing where it's like <clears throat> it's the original so yeah. it's uh, kind of it's better. But yeah. there's like I guess if I didn't see the original, I would love the Jake Gyllenhaal one because it mm-hmm. is great. It's a great fucking story. It's so clever really as fuck. Yeah. But uh, with Nightmare Alley, I recommend don't watch the original. Watch this one first, the new one first, and then go back. 
Yeah. Because I don't know. I just love if you love Guillermo del Toro's Guillermo del Toro's movies, then you'll fuck with this because he's made some some of the best movies fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like Hellboy. Yeah, Hellboy. You know what I mean. And, and Pacific Rim. I remember seeing Pacific Rim Pacific in fucking Rim. Uh, in theaters, and that <laughs> yeah, shit was too. amazing. It was I remember, I remember being so surprised that I loved it so much, and then my brother loved it so much, and then Rob loved it so much, and I was just like, "Oh shit, this is actually a good movie." It was one of the few times that I really loved a movie, mm. and other grown-ups actually loved it too. And I was just like, "Damn, this dope is, as fuck, man!" It's actually dope ass movie. Big ass fucking robots fighting aliens. <laughs> Yeah. 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 It was. We got in depth with the characters. Wasn't and that, that, that's the clever part of it. Yeah. yeah. And also giving credit to Guillermo del Toro for writing the Hobbit trilogy and being like a super visionary yeah. about that. You know what I mean? Just like how those just, movies are amazing. And Mimic, I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of, to be honest. It's a very 90s. I, I think I remember saying it's a super like late 90s horror movie. Like it's just so corny. I think it's a. What's it about? It, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's like a disease. Like basically, New York City gets infested. Like the roaches? Even more with roaches. Like these mutated roaches that are like What's spread this disease. It's just it's just basically Guillermo del Toro being super self-indulgent and yeah. just kind of him wanting to creep people out. And uh and off Blade 2. One of that's like Blade 2. Blade 2 is amazing. And uh my mom actually a while ago. This was like in the middle of 2021, but she bought me like the trilogy, the Blade trilogy. Dude, I want to buy it. And the I fucking buy it uh so bad. I remember just putting on Blade 2 right away. <laughs> you just skipped the first one. Yeah, and I remember this. I said this before to Rob, but I remember there was this dude I used to work with that I was talking about Ryan Reynolds. I brought up Ryan Reynolds because of something else. And he was just like, who the fuck is Ryan Reynolds? And I was like, he's the guy who played uh, Deadpool, Deadpool and Green yeah. Lantern, whatever, whatever. And he was like, oh, the guy from Blade Trinity? And, the, and that was like his go-to. I just thought it was hilarious because yeah. that's like his go-to. Like when he thinks of Ryan Reynolds, he thinks of Blade, Blade Trinity. Trinity. But that's, that's badass like, because I really, I really fuck with that movie. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, he's like a superstar. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he was saying some crazy ass shit, and then fucking, what is the, I think I haven't. I still haven't watched The Devil's Backbone. I have it on Blu-ray, but I still haven't watched it. But um, I, I'm just uh, I'm still blown away about Spider-Man. I think we should start probably wrap this up, uh, wrap start wrapping the episode up. But um. This next episode we're about to record, I'm super excited for because yeah, let's just be good. we could just do Inglorious Bastards and uh, No Country. Country for Old Men. That'll be great. That'll be a good one. And you know I could go off about fucking yeah, fucking anything really, but um, but yeah, that's gonna be a fun ass episode. I can't wait. And uh, thanks for fucking coming on, dude. And, no problem, man. And uh, my pleasure. It's gonna be fucking sick the next day and every time. And then eventually, you just gotta be on. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the pod. You're just going to be a part Every of the week. pod. You have to. 
Like that's like the, I I don't see a reason, like Nate and Josh not having a podcast. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. Like if I have a podcast, Josh has to be on it. I think eventually it'll turn into that. Just about a year. Year. Oh like, shit! Yeah, I literally have like a year and like fucking. Yeah, dude, we're, we're we're we already. We already have a pl- plan, you know, yeah. doing this. I mean, we're planning on doing this forever, but um, at least we want to keep going and going and going and going because movie, that, that's why I made it about movies because it's like, it could have been easily just me and Rob and Menda like talking or chopping it up. But I, I figured just make it about movies because everybody watches them and there's so, and I already love movies as it is. And, yeah. and this podcast has actually boosted my love for hey, movies. And- <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get sponsors for real and like people that are, that actually benefit us. You know what I mean? And yeah. not just like fucking Blue Chew or something. I mean, maybe Blue Chew, but 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 uh, but you know what I mean? Just like some cool shit and just yeah. be a cool podcast and not that corny shit. Because I've like I've mentioned this a lot, but uh old other podcasts that are about movies and shit yeah can, can tend to be uh super boring sometimes like i do listen to like i like maybe two film podcasts but really only one but uh, and they're just the, boring but as fuck. the rest are just boring like there's just like you guys are just so not entertaining you know what yeah, I mean? it doesn't keep you invested it's not funny it. it's not interesting talk there's no like loose talk it's all just like super like okay so spider-man no way home super formal and it's just like dude it's a podcast like just relax and so that's why that's why i really believe in this podcast because it's like this is a very unique podcast it's like we're talking about movies and movie podcasts can be very boring but this also is a lounge podcast but everyone has a lounge podcast so if we like blend the two to where you get some entertaining funny people like us and blend it with actual actual entertaining shit like movies, like yeah. that's kind of you can can't go wrong. You know what I mean? And yeah. if if we don't have a movie to talk about, we'll just fucking talk. And I think we've exactly. done that a couple of times. But yeah, basically did that on the last episode. On the last, last one, one. Yeah. we were just talking. We, we were just going we off. Chopped about it up for like hours. Hours, but that's how <laughs> the next one's about to be. Yeah. I think the reason why we're not going too far on this one is because. We've been up all day. We went out to the movies, fucking whatever. And I'm hungry as fuck. I'm starving. And my mouth is super dry. But um, next week or two weeks is when this, two weeks from this episode is uh, the next episode with Josh. Because we're going to have the one with Menda. And then the one after that. It'll probably be the first episode. No, it won't be the first episode of January. One with Menda will be the first one of January. So, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Josh. No problem, bro. That's it. That's none of this really matters. And tune in next week for Red Rocket. Red Rocket. Peace out.